0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to welcome you in for a little Grino Talk, a fitness, health and wellness podcast, or a FitCast, if you will, brought to you by the folks at CrossFit 920 in Titletown, USA, with your hosts, Tony Giovanini, Matthew Gunville, and Katie Schluter. All right, Tony, take it away.
1: Welcome to Grino Talk.
2: Hello, hello, hello.
1: I had to cut Matt off. He was talking to uh, someone on the treadmill. <laughs> so if you can uh, hear the treadmill.
2: That's Bob. Bob's That's Bob. working. Remember, he had that goal.
1: He's not allowed to get off the treadmill, apparently, <laughs> is what Matt told Keep him. Keep
2: moving, Bob. It's kind of fun watching you here.
1: Cool. So uh, Matt just basically had a whole podcast with Tim, who's rolling up a chair right now. He's just become a full-on staple at our... He's, he's here all the time listening.
2: Yes, he is. And, it, well, he's been been with me for quite a while, so kind of... Have,
1: have we actually told knows. people who Tim is? I think at one point we did.
2: Yeah, we did. Okay. When we introduced him the first time. Yeah. Well, our last podcast seemed got quite interesting. Uh, we talked about not listening to that inner loser self, and sometimes, you know, it pops up and and we have choices to make, you know, I just talked to Mary this morning and she's like, oh my gosh, I listened to that podcast and I had that voice this morning. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to come in, but I, I shut it off and I came in and I'm like, cool. I'm glad that, you know, we actually reached a few people with what we talk about and hopefully it helps. Um, But with that being said, I'm not going to dive much more into the, that podcast because obviously we already talked about it, Mm -hmm. but I did have an individual, uh, one of our athletes, um, asked me this morning and said that um you know he had some questions for me about the podcast, so I sat down with him and I asked him and he's and he's one of the individuals um that we have that's going to be doing or probably going to be doing the festivist games at our gym, which is throw a little plug in there um April twentieth we yep. are hosting the festivist games here, so if you want to get involved, please reach out and and get involved but um he had a question to me of why should I do it? Um, this individual did um, the festivist Games in the past. Um, he is a master's athlete, um, and he's on a higher end on the master's athlete scale. And he did very well. Matter of fact, I remember watching him and he did make, he made the podium, correct, Katie?
1: I'm pretty sure he made the podium. I'm pretty
2: sure he actually got on the podium. Yeah. Third place, maybe? I I can't, I I don't know for sure. I should probably look, should have looked into that before I was talking, but I know he made it in the podium. So anyways, he did quite well and he does very well, usually in the open every year. And it kind of, he kind of struck me today because he, he asked me, well, why should I do it? And what is my why? And I was kind of thrown back and... As a coach, that happens to me now and then because he asked me, and I should have had an answer for him right away, and I thought I had the answer, but he didn't like the answer. Mm. Um, I didn't really answer it for him. I, I said what I always say, and it's like, well, because you can do it. You know, you're 60-something years old, and you're doing it because you can do it. I mean, that's huge because I'm looking at a perspective as a coach like I'm in awe that you're able to do – all the things that you can do. And it's an inspiration yeah. to me and a lot of other people when you do do it or when Mary does it or somebody else. Right. So I just kind of took it as like, well, what do you mean? Why? I mean, don't you understand why? But obviously he, he wanted a why. And so I kind of thought it bugged me uh, a little bit. And after he left, I was doing my own workout and it just kept popping up in my head and like thinking to myself, like, you know, you know, what, what is his why? And I guess the more I thought about it, I, I should have said to him, like, you know, Lee, like, can you get back up on that podium again? I mean, do you, do you still have it in you after, what has it been, two years? Yep. Two years. Yeah. You know, that'd be a hell of a, a baseline to look at. Like, hey, do I still have what it takes to, to get up on that podium? Or maybe not even the podium, but or do I have what it takes to be able to even complete all these workouts two years later in life? And if, and if you can, I think that's a hell of a why, because to me, even I'm a lot younger, but I think we talked about this previously with me, even with the competition I just did recently. And I haven't done a CrossFit competition in over four years. My baseline and my why was like, Hey, can you still do this? Like, can you even hang with Katie and Ryan and Aaron and all these athletes that are way better than you? I mean, like, can you even go in there and like get through these workouts and that's kind of a thing that kind of bugged me when I was signed up for the competition. I'm like, yeah, you need to fight. man. You know what, Matt? You need to figure out where you're at. You know, like, wh- you haven't you haven't really pushed yourself lately, well, four years. I mean, I could say, like, yeah, I did the Open. I did the Arnold, all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't really tell me, like, physically overall well-being. Where are you? Yeah. And so, and I don't know if Katie, I'm sure Katie has a little bit of that, too, but, like, Hopefully, Lee, that maybe answers your question a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, it's just that idea of like an internal like um, comp, giving yourself a goal in, in. Or I was, I was just thinking about it because I was thinking my husband Joe too. All of uh-huh. a sudden the other day said, you know, I think I'd like to do Festivus individually, and I was like, oh. what?
2: And, he, and he, he
1: likes, he enjoys coming to the gym. He's someone who can come in, and he just enjoys, like, being strong and working out. But he's never done an individual competition. And he was like, you know, I think I'd like to challenge myself. And I've never done an individual competition. And he kind of said, like, you know, I think I could do the inter- intermediate. And for, he said, for me, it's not about can I do the workouts. It's can I sustain the whole day? Can I do well? That's, three or yeah. four <laughs> workouts in a day? That's another
2: thing. And yes. so,
1: like, I think it's just one of those things where, like, um to have that internal like I want to challenge myself internally and that's different for everyone and like I see that too and even when people come into the gym I'll talk to like the higher level athletes and they'll be like well this workout seems really easy and I'm like well what is internally like what is the challenge you're giving to yourself even just today let alone an extended internal challenge. And I don't want to call it a goal because we've talked about yeah. this, about always being goal-oriented, Chronic, which is Chronic goal-oriented,
2: yeah. But it's like not being good.
1: able to like look at yourself and say like, what would be challenging for me that's going to take me out of my comfort zone and make me a better person while well, maybe helping me try and reach a goal?
2: It, it, right. And so I think like, that baseline, like Andy talked about in the first yeah. podcast, knowing your baseline first off, knowing where you're at, and then seeing how you can challenge yourself within that baseline. It, meaning making it realistic, but then seeing like what kind of improvements you can still make at whatever age you're at or whatever level you're right. at. Same thing you're talking about with the RX athlete versus a scaled athlete that comes through our door. You know, in the workout, I would look at Aaron and he always asks you, well, let's do this. Let's do a little extra. Let's do that. You know, and I love his attitude and I love the grind because I love that kind of stuff. Right. That's hard to find. Um, but to me, it's always like, you know what, Aaron? Just, just hold on the bar longer. Go faster if you need to go faster. Push yourself a little bit harder. I don't care what the workout is. You can make it as hard as you want for yourself. Well, and that's it yes, just depends on how f- hard you want to push. It's
1: exactly the conversation so, I had with him and Ryan yesterday. and it, I don't know if you saw their score. Well, I but saw their score. It was embarrassing. Sixteen rounds in yeah. fifteen minutes. They were going a lot, sub one minute. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: so like so yeah so there you go. <laughs> you know, and that's like we we're talking about like what was my why with the last competition just to be able to go and compete with good friends like Ryan and Aaron and feel like I'm part of it. That, that was fun for me, you know, and that was kind of my why. And so going back to Lee's question, you know, I think your why Lee is number one, because you're going to motivate a hell of a lot of other people to get off their ass Mm -hmm. and, and maybe you won't like this answer, but I think you motivate a lot more people than you think. It's hard to see it when it's you because people aren't running up to you and saying, thank you for for pushing me today. But trust me, you push a lot of people. And when you see you out there in front of all these other people that don't know you from the gym, they're like, shit, I got to get my stuff together. I mean, he competed against a guy that might have been... What was he?
1: I was gonna say when I look at the picture, maybe much younger,
2: thirty years old, maybe twenty-eight was, years old. I don't even
1: know I'm what age at he was. This picture, he looks like a teenager. Yeah, he's probably a
2: teenager, and here Lee is standing up there with the guy on a podium. At what is Lee 61, 63, sixty-three, four? I don't want to give it too old. There, Lee, I was but say. maybe you're up higher, but whatever. You know, you're you're sitting up on a podium with a guy that's in his probably teenage years. Give me a freaking break, brother. That's your goddamn why. Come on. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think I think you look at it that way a little bit more, but then also look at it like, hey, do I still have it? You know, maybe that should be the why. You know, use it, use it for a baseline uh, for yourself and see if all the workouts you're doing at the gym are keeping you where you need to be. You know, that's another good reason to do it. Are you doing enough? Are we doing enough as coaches for you? You know, it's not just you. Maybe it's us too. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully that kind of covers that question. Um, and
1: it's funny because when you were saying that, it actually yeah. brings me into the open, which starts in a month too. Which is a really good. And people will say all the time, "Well, I don't know why I'm going to sign up. I can't do chest bar. I can't do this. I can't do that." But it's a great baseline year to year to see where you're at and where you've improved. And
2: okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this in in. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get mad at me. Um, we're talking about the why. And this individual um, was recently bedridden in the hospital for a while, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Matter of fact, it was a pretty scary moment for his family um, and for some of us at the gym here that, you know, over the years became very close with him and became really good friends. Um, But I talked to him today, and we talked about the Festivus a little bit, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Why should he do it? I mean, he's done way harder competitions. He's done, a, he's a damn near national power lifter. I mean, he, he's a great athlete. Why should he do Festivus? Well, his why right now is because he's just trying to get back. And I think he may need this to prove to himself that like, you know what? And not maybe just prove it to himself, but to prove it to a hell of a lot of other people that think he can't. Um, and I think mentally it would be huge for him. And I'm not saying he has to go out and do stupid, crazy stuff. Because, mm-hmm. yes, as a coach and as a friend, I'm not going to let him do that. There's a fine line there, and I'm not being dumb. Um, I'm not stupid. I know where that fine line is. But Festivus is on that line of where it's very doable for him yeah. And what he's, and with what he's got going on. But I think mentally for him is the why. Right, and to get him out of a slump because and to get him back. Because he's someone
1: who, prior to this, enjoyed that internal competition with himself and enjoyed the challenge. Yes. And Now, when you are at a point where you feel like I don't even know where to start,
2: exactly because I know
1: where I was.
2: Exactly, it's and a he, good start. And some people that you know they'll question it and be like, "Why well, you think this is a good idea?" And I'm thinking, "Well, how is it a bad idea?" Right. Should I just tell him to give up? Should I just tell him, like, "Hey, you know what? You should just do all these things that you don't like to do." And you know, a high-level athlete to hear that is probably more mentally breaking than anything else. And so, something like this may be huge—a huge why, like we're talking about the why, a huge why why he would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I guess we could sit here and talk about a lot of other people. Ryan uh, from my morning group, Francis.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I brought up to him, and he signed up that day. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa! I wasn't expecting that. I was just kind of kidding around." But then, guess who's been here every day? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, "This was a guy that I lucky to see in a month, and now he's here every day. Maybe yep. that's why, because now he's got a why. Yep. You know what I mean?
1: You know, Hillary wants to do it, so she's been really on top of. She wants to do intermediate, so she's trying to practice her double unders. Yeah. You know, it's a it gives her a reason to want to try and do that, and then maybe
2: after this, she- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You did it. There's your Wiley. I've never seen you sit after class and work on stuff as much as you have in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, There's another why.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, this is getting better. Keep talking, Katie. I
1: know, right? You're I'm gonna... <laughs> trying to think who else we have going on. <laughs> you're,
2: starting to make, you're starting to get um, me to think about all these things.
1: Um, You know who I think we have not really talked about, she'll probably die that we're talking about her too, is uh, Jen. Jen signed up with a team. Uh, right, uh, which, which Jen? Powerlifter. Oh, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Sorry, yep.
1: Jen, blanking on your last name. Too many names in my head. Starts but, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. but uh with a G or something, But, you know, that's one that's where, huge. like, she that's huge for her. Think about when she's – I'm not – Jen, I'm not going to lie. When you first started, you were definitely someone where I was like, oh boy. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how long she'll last here. And now she's, like, all into it. She's here. Now she uh, – uh, it'll be interesting because she's had um, – she broke her leg – Several years ago. Yes, she had some injuries. She's got some injuries, so she. I know the jump roping thing is hard for her. her. But yeah, so she's done the power lifting. She's jumped all in. Now she's doing Festivus, so she's working on all that too, which is huge.
2: It's fun to watch, like like we were Tim and I and a couple people are sitting here talking earlier. Like it's hard for me to understand sometimes of why people don't know their why. Because to me, I, I just always want to go. I always want to get better, just, and it doesn't really right. It's hard for us to say be part of my life to
1: give people ideas of how to find their why when it's an internal thing. It's towards, an internal, right. right?
2: But to see like Jen and Ryan and Nick coming back, mm-hmm. um, as a coach, I'm like, yeah, that's why we do what we do. When I got a text message this morning <laughs> from a guy in our 30 day challenge. I was like, okay, first off, I get here early. And for this individual to text me that early, he must be excited. And he's all excited about the weight he's been losing. And I, he hasn't trained with me maybe five times at my house because he can't get to the gym. And so I just told him, we're just going to do whatever the hell you can do. We're going to make it work. And uh, he's doing it, though. He's doing it. You well, know? And let's like,
1: talk about how many people from that challenge have found their why, which started as a 30-day challenge. And you had people ask if they, you could have, you could have another, they could have another 30 days. Right. And like slowly helping those people find that internal why. Why?
2: So I'm not going to go through my phone and tell you, (laughs) go over all the messages. It's, I, I get a lot of messages, believe it or not. I think sometimes people just think I'm playing on my phone when I'm here, but literally I get messages all day long and that's fine. But the messages I get, I got from this challenge the challenge group that we have it is amazing how many people it wasn't yeah they all lost a ton of weight they did great and they're continuing to do great but how many of them told me how good they feel yes and to me i'm like hello yeah that's why i told you guys to do this like i don't understand like i sit there and be like of course you feel freaking good you're not putting poison in your body all day long, which is shit food and shit drinks and shit whatever else, and you're moving more. Whoa, rocket science. You
1: read? you read Bob's little message to us right now?
2: Oh, he he sent us a message?
1: First sub-20-minute mile in, four, in probably five to six years. What? That right there. Good that- job, Bob.
2: Don't fall down. But, yeah, I mean, all these, all these things that, awesome. that pop up. So it always, I guess, with us as coaches, it's, it's hard to understand, well, why wouldn't you want to come to the gym? After getting some of these messages from people like, why would you not continue wanting to feel good? You can't put a price on feeling good. I do not care who you are. There's a reason why people become drug addicts and alcoholics because they have a false sense of feeling good. Okay, they pay a shit ton of money and lose a lot of good things in life because they want to feel good. And then all of a sudden, I give these people literally a free tutorial of what they need to do and then have them move more and they get the same effect.
1: Well, and I'll give.
2: Except it's healthy. When you talk
1: about feeling good too, it starts, and I watched Matt do this recently with someone, like some people that were new to the gym and came in and had some experience and they kind of said, like, whoa this is so different than and even like if they're not physically feeling um feeling better like i watched matt make them feel mentally better which is pushing them to now want to feel physically better and because they said i have never had someone motivate me like matt and the people that i'm in these classes with
0: which is a big
1: deal which is a whole another aspect of like feeling good
2: yeah, and, it, and then maybe that helps them find their why of why they're here or, or why wherever they are right. of doing what they're doing and to continue the process because we kind of talked about, you know, the, the I need a goal, I need a goal, I need a goal. I don't know how many times I've heard that from people. And I'm all about goals, and and I think they're very, very useful. But if it's a chronic thing, I don't think you found your way yet. And mm-hmm. the downfall of that is, is you will uh, – be a person that yo-yos with your weight. You'll be a person that yo is constantly with your emotions. You'll be a person that yo is constantly of how you feel, I meaning say, good unfortunately, or bad.
1: You've seen quite a few people, and I'll I'll pick out people who do things like let's let's talk about the triathlon we've been talking about or the half marathon. Mm-hmm. You'll see people that are completely bought in until the day of, and they complete their half marathon, or they do that, and then they don't know what to do next, and they they stop.
2: Well, because then they think they they're done. they have done. And, and and it's hard to get them to understand like this is just part of the process, right? Right, like it's just part of your life, you know. Like that the competition we did, whoop de do, it was part of our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we came back in Monday, go right back to work. Like it, I, you know, so our like you're saying that internal motivation may, or internal uh, mindset might be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I think if you can get to that point um, and understanding the why that you need to be doing these things. Um, are very important. Like we were talking to Tim, um, you know, why did, why do we continue to do these, these tough workouts? And Tim basically said he has no interest in growing old gracefully. And I thought that was very well said because it's a good point. Um, you know, I was talking to Marion Lee this morning too, like, you know, years ago when I got into this field, we didn't talk about training hard with people that were over 60. Matter of fact, I don't think I ever even came up when I first started my training in school and because it was not um, a thing that was looked on positively. And I think what CrossFit has done, and I'm going to give a props to CrossFit. I don't do it all the time, but I think they did a great job of highlighting. And I know sometimes people are like, well, they don't do enough for masters athletes. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? They actually acknowledge them. They actually have a high level stage and paying them money and actually have them involved. That's the one and only sport I know of that does it for people over mm-hmm. 60 years old. It's the only one that even highlights a 60-year-old athlete. So I think that CrossFit has made a big change with Masters in the older population. Like, you watch some of these open athletes, like, they look like they're 40. They're built like they're 40 years old, maybe younger. I mean, obviously, take away the baldness and the gray hair and everything else. I mean, they're phenomenal looking. Yeah. And so, you know, I think... That, that's a huge thing. Like it's talking to Marion Lee. It's like, you know, it, it's super important to keep that muscle tissue because it's, it's, it is doable. It is, it's still possible for a 70 year old person to gain muscle tissue. That was not what I learned years ago. A matter of fact, if you had asked me years ago, I'd be like, no, they're just trying to maintain or not die. And now it's like, no, they're actually getting better yet and continue to get better. So, um, you know, it's just amazing to me with that part of it. Yeah. So I think even talking to Tim, I'm like, it's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense. And and Tim's Tim standing here, and he's like, his motivation was to do the Murph because he used it as a measurement. And like I was talking about, Lee used the 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 Festivus as a measurement. Am I still at that same baseline? Am I better than my old baseline? Can I still f- actually get through these workouts or x y and z you know and maybe use that as your why and i think that that will keep you motivated no matter what age or level that you're at yeah so um any other thing you want to add to that i think we can make this a quick one but i think we covered it lee wanted us to answer his questions so we kind of hopefully answered it and uh we look forward to more questions and more things that you guys like us to talk about um i am uh throw this out there i am going to be doing Hopefully a uh, seminar here soon for lifters, for strength athletes, because I don't think that that's a topic that's talked about much. matter of fact, it isn't even taught much anymore. Um, basically just about strength. So hopefully we'll pick a date on that soon, and I look forward to doing that with everybody and helping them out with uh, their lifts and their weaknesses and uh, what to do and what not to do and what may be better for them. So. Yeah. Awesome, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, and Lee, throw us some more questions.
0: That's all for this episode of Grino Talk. Thanks for tuning in to listen. Remember, you can find Grino Talk on Buzzsprout, Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Google Podcast platforms. Drop us a comment or a discussion topic on our Instagram page, grino underscore talk, or our CrossFit 920 YouTube channel. For Matt Gunville and Katie Schluter, I'm Tony Giovanini. That's all from now from CrossFit 920 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Grano Talk is produced by Matt Gunville, Katie Schluter, and executive producer Tony Giovanini for CrossFit 920. All music is used by permission. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the authors and guests and not necessarily to any organization, committee, or other group or individual.